Welcome to the Selfish Badass Podcast, the show that teaches female leaders how to create a life that lights her soul on fire. I'm your host, certified success coach, Krista Resnick. I'm a sought after speaker, teacher, leadership expert, and mom to three sons. I'm the founder of the Selfish Badass Movement, which empowers women across the globe to stop settling and embrace who they truly are. If you're a female leader who is ready to live a life on purpose and create success on your terms, then this show is for you. I'm so thrilled you're here because it's time for you to give yourself permission to show up unapologetically. It's time for you to step into and own your leadership. And it's time for you to create success in a way that feels good to you. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Selfish Badass Podcast. I'm super pumped that you're here hanging out with me today because you are in for a true gift. Today's interviewee is one incredible chick. You're going to love her. I'm going to introduce her here in just a second. And then I'm actually going to share with you a really exciting announcement that includes our our interviewee today. And so I want you to just get excited about that because it's a pretty cool opportunity. So my my guest today is... Vaughn Piero. And Vaughn is an advanced intuitive healer that uses breathwork and energy healing as a pathway for transformation. She is the creator of the Spirit Mama, which is a healing platform created to support you in your healing journey. Now, my friends, if you have not ever heard of breathwork or had the opportunity to do breathwork, I promise you, you're in for a treat. I had the honor and the privilege of working with Vaughn, and I can tell you personally the shifts and the results and the energy clearing that I had were extraordinary. We do not even realize all of the emotions that we suppress and all of the feelings that we stuff. And so, breathwork is a pattern of connected circular breath that helps you really just move stuck energy and emotion. Through this pattern of breath, what happens is you'll actually get into another zone of consciousness. And within this space, you're going to start to connect with mind, body, spirit, which helps you and supports you in aligning your higher self with your physical body so that you can receive guidance and clarity. Now, Vaughn explains it in our podcast, one of my favorite things that she said. Well, there were so many. But she talked about how oxygen is really medicinal. And it's like a medicine actually moving through your body, breaking up all of those cellular just chunks of of goo that have been suppressed for decades for many of us. So breath work is, it's intense. It is a gift. It is medicinal. It is truly a gorgeous, gorgeous healing modality. Now, I want to share with you an announcement that's really important. So lean into this. Vaughn is actually going to be making a special guest appearance in the School of Badassery on December 1st. Yes, my friends, Vaughn is doing a breathwork meditation class. What a perfect time, right? So many of us are feeling stressed, got a lot going on the month of November and December with the holidays. We're putting a little bit of extra stuff on our plates. We're feeling overwhelmed. We're feeling a little frenzied and chaotic, little exhausted. And so what a better opportunity to set yourself up with some peace, some calm, to remove some of 
those blocks and that goo that is really clogging you up from showing up as your best self during during the one one of the most magical times of the year. So my friends, I invite you now to join the school of badassery at least for the month of December. Now, you're not going to want to leave because once you get inside the school, it's so epic. So I have two different offerings for you. You're welcome to come in for just a month. Check it out. See what we're all about. Check out a rapid fire coaching. Check out one of our master classes. I just taught the other day a master class on expectations and how they are really blocking you from self mastery. That was off the chains, my friend. And all of these are on replay. So once you join the school, whether it be a month or a year, you've got access to all of the teachings. So Vaughn will be coming in as a special guest as I said, December 1st. And then our teaching is about, our masterclass is about presence, how to be present in a culture that is so breakneck speed, how to actually be more mindful and practice mindfulness. So December is going to be a pretty epic month. Again, you can sign up and just go month to month if you choose to. You can sign up for a year, which of course you're going to want to probably consider that option because you get a whole month for free and it's a really, really killer investment offer, okay? Give yourself that gift for the holidays. Give yourself the gift of being present, present with what's going on around you, present with the people that you care about and love. Give yourself the gift of peace, ease, flow, and clarity. So that is my announcement for you. I hope that you will take advantage of this special opportunity. Link for the school will be in the show notes. And let's dive into my session today with Vaughn Piero. to the podcast, Vaughn Piero. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am really, really excited to dive into this. uh, What I know is going to be just amazing, amazing conversation about something that I am just so intrigued by. I've had the opportunity to, to work with you a little bit, and I know the power of what you do and the beauty of what you do. So I'm just thrilled to have you on and have this conversation with you. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so passionate about sharing the work that I do and just telling as many people as I can about it because it is truly transformational. Mm-mm. All right. I can't wait to dive in. So one of the questions that I really love to start with, I just think it's a really fun question. It gives us a little bit of insight into who you are is what were you like as a little girl? Oh, I love that question because, you know, we forget to connect to that little girl so often. So, huh, let me travel back. Um, Well, I did not know what the word empath meant. And now that I'm an adult woman, I can look back and know 110% that I am an empath and I was as a little girl. And that just means I absorb, I feel everyone's pain. All, all, I feel their emotions, not necessarily just their pain. I feel their joy. I feel their happiness, their sorrow, their pain, their grief. I mean, I've, I feel it all. And as a kid, um, I didn't, I mean, it was a lot of emotion that I felt and my mom and my sister would always make fun of me. I mean, they didn't know, but they would make fun of me about how sensitive I was. And because I became um, uber aware of how sensitive I was, because I mean, they would laugh because a McDonald's commercial would, would come on. I remember there would be, you know, how they love to pull in the emotions and commercials. I remember I would be sobbing at McDonald's commercials or car commercials and, and they'd be like, seriously, Vaughn, you're 
you're crying. Like they would always look at me and be like, well, I'm going to cry. And so it just became this thing that I would not want to be, I just, I didn't want them to be able to make fun of me in that way. And of course it just totally came from an innocent place, but, um, as a little girl being very self-conscious of that, I began to shove my emotions inside and fast forward, um, (laughs) 40 years, um, those emotions finally were beginning to manifest, um, those unprocessed emotions were beginning to manifest in a way of my physical health. Uh, I, I got leaky gut. I had just a tremendous amount of gut issues and my skin and my hair, like everything was just really beginning to fall apart in my world. And it was very frustrating because my world was really quite beautiful. I've got a wonderful husband and two healthy daughters that are just fabulous. And, and my work was good. Like I've been a massage therapist for over 20 years and that practice was really good. And, um, lots of friends, but you know, like life was good, but on the inside, I was like really suffering. I, I, I was like, something is not right. And, and I realized that it was all the years of me not acknowledging my true self, not allowing my feelings and my emotions to uh, show through. And they, they just created layers upon layers of, of, um, of pain and unknowing of who I really am. Wow. Oh, okay. So that's me as a little girl. <laughs> wow. Wow. I know so many listeners, if not probably all can, can resonate with that story. I mean, how many of us were told, you know, good girls don't, maybe not good girls don't cry, but yeah. you know, be a big, like, come on, suck it up. Like, suck yeah. it up, your cup. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we stuff and we suppress until we finally just can't anymore. Exactly. Until you burst. And, and with the work that I do now, there's so many women that I work with and I'm like, I know 110% when I'm working with this woman, I'm like, if we were not working on this right now, I really think in 10 years you would have, uh, you, you would get a disease because you are in such a diseased place that literally it, it manifests into a disease. And, and I really believe that with all of my heart, that if we don't clear out all of that stuff and really align and own with who we are and, and our soul's truth and our soul's mission, um, and purpose that, that that's what happens, you know, because we're fed all of this intuitive guidance. And then when we don't take action on it, then we get off course. Yep. And then when we're off course, then we're not being true to ourselves. And so it just, it all is such a, a cycle. And I say every single day, it's all connected because it is the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, it is all connected. Yeah. Yeah. I often say, because I'm super visual, I often say it's almost like walking around without your left arm or both arms or your legs. It's like you're cutting off pieces of yourself in order to fit into somebody else's idea of what your life should look like. Right. And it's the biggest, yeah. And it's the biggest piece of you. I mean, it's, it's your soul. It's your spirit. It's who you are that you're not honoring. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's so hard to imagine walking around without an arm or a leg, but I mean, Can you imagine walking around with, around without the true essence of who you are? Exactly. And that's what, and that's what we're all so many of us are doing. I mean, guilty right here. Guilty, guilty. Yes. Same, same. Absolutely. And it's why I think we're so passionate about our work now. (laughs) Absolutely. Shifts and changes everything for you. You can't help, but shout it from the rooftops. Like I can't not, not, <laughs> I will uh-huh. not, not. That's, that's not grammatically correct, but I don't care. I love it. I will not, not claim from the mountaintops my work. It's just not an, it's just not an option for me. And I know it's the same for you. So let's talk, let's, let's kind of dive into now let's pivot breath work and how you found that and the shifts and changes that you started to experience. Yeah. Well, I, 
uh, like I said, everything was going along so, you know, good as I thought, you know, I'll live my life. Life was good, but my health good, began to good externally, right? Good yes. Externally. Yes, exactly. All, and so my, whistles. and there had been little messages here along the way that I just kept ignoring, like life is good. What are you complaining about Vaughn? Blah, 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 blah. And then I was listening to Oprah radio one day and she said, what's your dream? And I was like, huh, what is my dream? Like, I really hadn't even thought about it in quite a while. I was like, what is my dream? What am I aiming for? What, what's my goal? Like, what am I trying to, you know, cause I feel like now in this life, I realize that we are always supposed to be evolving and growing and expanding on a soul level, like every day. And I was not, I was very stagnant, living my life just fine. And so when she asked that question, it really made me think. And then when I started to dream and think, all I kept hearing was, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. That would never happen for you. Oh my gosh, who do you think you are? Like all these things. And I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Well, and I, I could hear myself that negative self talk. And I'm like, where did all this come from? Because I'm, I'm a, a very, I'm a happy girl, you know, like life is good, you know, like I'm, I've in general, I have good energy. I was never like depressed. Um, I always had good energy. Everything was fine. And so after that question, after I realized the way that I was talking to myself, I kind of went on a personal growth journey. I was like, well, I'm going to start creating, you know, I'm going to start doing some of these things and make some of these dreams come true. Well, I just kept hitting block after block after block. And, you know, when you try to change your life, that is when the healing work begins. And that is exactly what happened for me. So I wanted all these changes. I was trying to create um, more authority in my life. I was trying to take control over my life because at that point I was very much making everyone else happy. You know, I was like, what do you want? How can I serve you? I mean, my massage ther therapy practice was thriving, but I was overwhelmed. I was doing five and six massages a day, plus taking care of my family and my husband and my, you know, children and everything. I mean, so like I was very last person on the list there. And I went on, you know, I, I was doing the work and then I was like, I really think I need to go on a retreat. So I went on a retreat and well, first of all, I became obsessed with podcasts. So thank you for your service. You know, thank you for putting your voice and, and other people's voices and stories out there because at my, at that time in my life, I felt very alone. Like nobody was talking about personal growth, at least in my community, nobody was. And I felt very alone and podcasts and hearing other people's stories really carried me through. So through listening to a podcast, I found this girl that was hosting a retreat in Sedona. I went to the retreat in Sedona all by myself, didn't know anyone, and which I loved it. I wanted it that way. And uh, at that retreat, there was a lady there that was doing a breathwork class. And I had no idea what to expect, what breathwork was. Um, but she was a very lovely lady and she was incredibly magical and she had like shamanic drums and sound bowls and rattles and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I had this experience. There were probably like 50 women at this retreat and we had this experience. We were guided through a pattern of breath along with music and all the tools that I just mentioned. And within a few moments, I felt for the first time in my body, I, I felt my body. I felt my emotions. I felt energy. I felt energy move through my hands. And I just kept hearing over Cause I went to that retreat kind of asking like, who am I? Like, what am I doing? What's next? Because here I was, I'd been serving as a massage therapist for 20 years, but I knew, I just knew in my heart, there was something different, a different venue, a different avenue I was supposed to be going down. And all I kept hearing from Holy Spirit was, you are a healer, you are a healer, you are a healer. And so afterwards, I'm like, I, I my hands love it. I mean, I, I know for a fact, I probably levitated at some point, like it was so intense. I purged so much of think about, you know, me being that kid that shoved so much in, I was moving so much of that stuck emotion through me. 
I mean, I was a hot mess, but I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Cause I was like feeling for the first time in a long time on a really deep level. And, and so I come out and afterwards I'm like, great. So I'm a healer. Holy spirit said so. Uh, so now what? So then that's when things really got real for me. And that was just three years ago. Uh, that I went on this retreat and I discovered breath work. And over the past three years, I have just been on this journey to really peel away all the layers and really figure out my purpose in this life. And, and which I know is I, I am a healer. I can honestly say that now without feeling embarrassed or like, what, why me? That feels weird. You know, like I know my purpose, I know my worth. I know my mission and I've peeled away so much of the pain and the fear that was keeping me from getting into that place. Cause you know, just cause you have a session and you're like, Oh, you're a healer. Like th that's just the beginning. Then, yeah. I, you know, yeah. then you have to like educate yourself and learn and, yeah. and, you know, have enough courage to step into that. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm saying to my massage therapy clients, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I'm, you know, and like creating a whole new world, a whole new business. And it's been the most difficult three years I've ever experienced, but the most magical at the same time. Wow. 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 What an incredible story. I, so many, so many things that, you know, we can pull on and avenues we can go down here. Um, but I love that you said, just, you just said, if I back up just a little bit, you know, the, the one session that you did at the retreat was just the beginning. And I, I so resonate with that. You know, nobody told me at coaching school that that was the beginning. <laughs> I thought yeah. now, exactly. I'm you know, the best coaching school on the planet, in my opinion, it's over, right? Like now I can really just, I've arrived I've arrived. I'm going to help all these people. No, 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 no. Nobody tells you that you are going to be your very best client, first of all. And nobody tells you that that is just the beginning. <laughs> Amen, sister. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I also love, uh, there's just so many good, good nuggets that you shared there. One of the things that really stood out for me in what you shared is it all started with this simple question of what is my dream. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I'm learning, just leaning into having these conversations on the podcast and just out in the community and connecting with really amazing women is it's just one thing. It's always just one thing. It starts with just one thing. And so often in our culture, we want the glitz and the glamour and the sparkles and the big thing. And I think when we do that and get fixated on that, that it's supposed to look so big and sparkly and pretty and massive, and we lose sight of the just one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Just just the one little question from the, from the, I think you said Oprah had a radio show, which I do not know Oprah has a yeah. radio show. It, it was a long time. It was before, um, it, it's, it's been a few years. Yeah. Okay. When she used okay. to be on like serious, right? Like she would have oh, her shows. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it started with that question. Yeah. What's my dream? And you just allowed yourself the permission to, to play and to dream. Yeah. And stuff came up. I heard you say all of the voices, they all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, because what, like, for example, my dream, I was like, oh, well, I really like to have a lake house. And then I'm like, oh, well, lake houses are really expensive. How am I going to afford that? Well, maybe you up your rates or maybe you do something outside of massage therapy. Oh, well, this is all, you know, you know, you can't do anything else besides massage therapy and you're only ever going to make $60 an hour and you're always going to work, you know, five hours a day, you know, like this was where my mind was. I was so stuck in my conditioned life that I had created, yep. mind you. I mean, cause we can create whatever life we want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You were stuck in the patterns of the familiar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about if you're willing to share some of what happens maybe on a cellular level in the body, yeah. some of your breathwork sessions. I think that's, I think some of these ideas, what I have found in working with the female leaders and the professionals that I work with, 
they, they love how I teach and how I share things with them because I put it into frameworks that they can actually grab a hold of. I'm, I'm obsessed with science. So I think when you can bring some of that in and help people understand this is actually what's happening, then I think it, it, it's this esoteric concept that actually becomes understandable in why we want to lean into this, why we actually yeah. want to do this. Yeah. So I, that was one thing that I didn't even think about, like the emotional, the way that our emotional body holds on to, to things. And then it, we, it becomes part of our cellular and DNA action, you know, like it becomes a pattern, a pattern into our system. So I imagine it like we've got a, a cell and then we're holding some of that old emotional stuff, you know, from, from, all right, use me as an example, from my childhood, all that stuff that I held in for so, 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 so long. When I first began my, my breath work practice, um, what happens is we are breathing in new levels of oxygen, like higher doses and amounts of oxygen. And so as we are breathing in these new levels of oxygen, it's literally like medicine moving through our body. And so imagine that oxygen going into a, a cell that is holding some of that old, old stuff. And it's pushing, you know, it's filling it up with the new, beautiful, fresh oxygen. But in, as it's doing that, it's pushing out the old emotional stuff. And so that old emotional stuff has to be, has to have somewhere to go. And so that's when we are able to see it and witness it and process it. And it doesn't necessarily have to have a label or a title. You just have to trust that it was something that you were holding on to that, that you didn't have to, that didn't, that doesn't belong with you any longer. And so as you, in a, in a breathwork class, as I'm sure you know, you feel these emotions and it's just things that you have been holding on to that you are able to release and let move through you. And in that moment, you are healing on a cellular level because you are releasing that old stagnant stuff and you're filling it with new, fresh, alive, new, um, just potent, potent energy and oxygen and medicine that is healing you on a cellular level. Wow. That was a beautiful, beautiful explanation. So, well, there's a couple of questions I want to ask. What sorts of emotions are typically common that you see come up in a breathwork session? Okay. So just today I was writing a post about um, it, it was basically saying, you know, that thing that you did, that you, that you were like in your gut was like, don't do that. But you did it anyway, out of the convenience of someone else, you know, or to make them happy, or you felt bad for them or whatever. But so you did it anyway, even though, you know, your highest self, your gut intuition was saying, don't do that. And you did it anyway. So because you did it anyway, there, that created a little bit of guilt or shame around that action. And so you tuck it away and you're like, I'll deal with that later, or it wasn't that bad or it's fine, whatever. And so you tuck that away. And so imagine all those tucking aways that you've done guilt and, and shame and just all the things that we, you know, the decisions that we make that are not aligned with our highest self. I mean, and I mean, this is such a small example, but it is a profound one that I repeated over and over and over as a child up into my adult life, going to a restaurant and not ordering what I wanted to, because I thought it was too much money. I didn't want to stress my mom out, or maybe I didn't want to stress my boyfriend out, or, you know, even my husband just being like, Oh, I want the steak, but I'll get the chicken or, you know, whatever. So little things like that, each time I would not honor my true desire, that was me tucking away that, that shame, that guilt of me saying, 
oh, I'm not good enough for that. It wasn't even necessarily at the time. I didn't realize it was me saying I'm not good enough for that because I really was so concerned about the other person, which that's the empath part. You know, I was so worried about them and their happiness that I'm like, oh no, I don't want to stress them out. So I'll just hold on to that pain as to not pain them. So that's the perfect example for me in my life, how I shoved all those emotions inside of me. And then finally I had to release them. Wow. Wow. That, that's but that's just whole... like, but that's just like the tiniest of example, you know, oh, like, sure. that, I mean, oh my gosh, like even like where I went to college, uh, you know, intimate relationships with certain people, you know, like things that I, I knew was not in my highest self, yeah. but I chose to do that anyway. That is what you hold in. Yeah. Yeah. That is my whole purpose. My whole existence, my whole movement and message is, you know, it, it's called the selfish badass, as you know, and people are very sometimes taken back. Like, what is that? And that is so wrong. You're coaching people to be selfish. And I understand it's a very polarizing movement, but when you lean into it and you actually understand what I'm teaching and coaching around, it's this notion that people pleasing is selfish because you are actually looking to try to get your unneeds met you're trying to understand that you are loved, valued, appreciated, and worthy and enough from another human. That is selfish. So when we can heal from that and really step into our brilliance and our radiance and our enoughness, sure, is it nice to have, of course, I'm not telling anyone to be so independent that it's like, screw you, I don't need anybody. Of course, we want to be in community and relationship with other people. That's wonderful. But you have to validate yourself first. You have to understand that you're building your life, hopefully on your purpose and your vision and that you matter and your impact and your leadership and all of it matters. Yes. Amen, sister. I'm going to yeah. say it again. Yes. Yeah. And so we do, we, we give ourselves away, like you said, by, well, you know, I'm just not going to order the steak, even though it's what I really want, because that would probably be selfish. Or I'm not going to, oh, no, I'm going to go to that baby shower on Saturday. Even though I'm burned out and had a really exhausting week, I'm running on about four or five hours of sleep a night. But boy, you know, Aunt Sally would think I was just the spot of Satan if I didn't go to the baby shower. So I better go. Yep. And then the guilt and the shame and all of that just open invitation. Yep. So Vaughn, how, and maybe you don't know the answer to this, but I am really curious, how open is the medical community to accepting this modality of healing and work? Well, I believe that, that things are shifting. I, I'm hopeful that things are shifting. Um, you know, I talk to people clients of mine that come to a class or, or with me and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a part of this um, group, you know, like a, a physician's group or something like that, like, or on the board or something. I'd love to have you come in. And I know the passion is there. You know, I know that because they've experienced the benefit and they want to share that as well. You know, but, so we'll take some of the steps forward, but it's just not happening yet but at least the conversations are being had. So my hope is that maybe over the next 10 years, um, this can be more and more accepted because people are waking up, right? I mean, that, that's the thing. People are waking up and we are able to think for ourselves now and not necessarily just what the doctors tell us. You know, we're able to say that doesn't, like with my leaky gut, when I went, I mean, they wanted to do, all these tests and, and, and I just, I knew in my heart that it was, um, sp that it was spiritual, you know, that, that it was something deeper than what a doctor could tell me of what was really wrong. I had to figure it out on my own, but I still went to the doctor. I still had all the tests. I did all the things. And of course, no answers, no nothing, okay. you know, but, but I had to go through that to learn, you know, just to validate my, you know, just to make sure 
I had to go through that because that's what we do. We're conditioned to, to trust these, the higher ups, you know, these, these people that are really, really well-trained, but they've been trained to say and believe the same thing. They're not thinking outside of the box at all. And so I feel like, especially with 2020, I feel like it's just been such an awakening of um, systems that have been in place and, and rules and structures and, and that they really are truly like crumbling right now around us. And that is so exciting to me. I know it's been kind of a, a hard lesson to learn, but I, I say all the time, I'm like, I feel like 2020 has been like a whole breathwork journey where you start out and you're like, okay. And then you're like, oh my gosh. And then you're like, holy crap, this is really intense. And then at the end, you're going to be like, oh my God, I feel so much better now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Maybe. Maybe, you know, 2020 was exactly what our souls needed. And I'm going to actually reframe that and I'm going to take out the maybe. Yeah, I, I really, truly, you know, from the get go, as soon as all, all of this started hitting the fan, I was like, this actually feels really good. I know it's really hard right now, but it, it has excited me the entire time because I really feel it is a wake up call, like as a collective level we are all like waking up, systems are being shaken and we're like, oh, oh, well, I'm going to think, I'm going to, you know, use my own feelings, my own intuition and make this decision based on that instead of what everyone is telling me I need to think and feel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to stand in my power. I'm going to reclaim my agency and create the life that I know I deserve, 100%. So Vaughn, how many sessions does it typically take people, and maybe this is different for everybody, to really get a good clearing out of all of the goo? Yeah, it is so individual. Oh my goodness. I mean, like for me personally, you know, that very first session that I had, I left that retreat and I was like, what the hell just happened? I mean, it shook me. It rocked me. And then I came back home to Georgia and I'm like, what do I do with myself now? And I felt incredibly lost. Like, even though I felt so alive, I felt even more lost because nobody helped me. You know, nobody was there being like, okay, Vaughn, let's create a support system for you now. And, and so I came back, I was looking for other breathwork teachers. There was no one around in Georgia and virtual options really weren't a thing, you know, three years ago like that. And so I really, that's when I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to go get my certification and learn how to do this myself, even if it was just for me, uh, because I knew it worked so much for me. And then once I did my certification, that was a whole week of training where we were breathing every day like and now that was intense because seven days back to back of doing that deep 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 work um I I thought I was going to be good for like a whole other year you know or a lifetime actually I was like I'm good I have cleared so much stuff but then I could still I could come back home and and do it and then I'd be like oh my gosh and now I realize that I I do this like once a week really helping me to move things and it just kind of depends on the layers because now my sessions for me personally are not as intense because I have cleared so much um you know usually the first one if you're if you're doing it correctly if you're staying on pattern with me and you're allowing yourself to kind of go there um it can be really intense because it's the first time that your body is moving that type of energy and emotion through your body and then the second time you you know you just may have a beautiful deep meditation and and be able to connect to your highest self and your angels. And, and that's the thing about this breath work is, is although it's an incredibly physical experience, the way that you feel things is equally as spiritual. So after about 10 to 15 minutes of that continuous breath pattern, that's when you get into another zone of consciousness. And when you're in that place is when the magic happens. That's just like the sweet spot of 
you clear your mind and you are kind of out of your body. And so you're, you are connected to your highest self, that spiritual version of yourself that knows exactly what you need and what you need to receive and what you need to release. And I always imagine it's like you connect with your highest self and she just does like this full body scan, like, you know, like, uh, those red zone things where you're like, no, 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 no. And she's like looking at you with these laser eyes. And she's like, Ooh, that's a hot spot. Let's clear light. Let's clear that. Or, Ooh, there's another hot spot. Let's clear that. And so depending on how many hot spots you have, the more that you move them, you know, clear them out, you're, that's you peeling away the layers. And each time you peel away a layer, that means there's a new layer. So then you get to do another scan. It's like, ooh, what about this? And then the more layers you peel away, the deeper you get into you. And then when you're deep into you, that's when you're deep into your soul. And that's when you're really getting into the juicy stuff of like, why am I really here? What has happened to me in a past life maybe, or generationally that, um, you know, ancestral, you know, there's so many things that, that are carried over onto us in this lifetime right now that we hold on to that we don't even know we hold on to. So the way I think about it is in the first few sessions, like we're working on our physical self right now. And the deeper we go, the deeper we go. Yeah. 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 And I love that you said that I'm going to link in the show notes for all of you listening. Uh, the interview that I also did with Dr. Valerie Rain talking about some of that ancestral stuff that we carry that we don't even know that we carry. So that podcast paired with this one will be an excellent support for people. So Vaughn, what would you say if somebody goes through a session with you and nothing really seems to shift or no, let's say no intense emotions come up. It's sort of like, well, that was fun. That was, that was a neat experience. Would you say that that person maybe didn't give themselves permission to go there? Or what would you say? It could be because trust me, I definitely have people that sign up that are like, yes, this sounds amazing. And then it's like crickets over there, you know, like, so I feel like for, for a lot of people, there's a threshold where people are not willing to break um, because they're, they can begin to feel themselves, um, feel things. And they're like, you know, that's when the ego comes in and the ego is like, oh, no, 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 girl, we don't, we don't go there. We don't feel those things. We don't, we don't go to that place. You're just fine how you are. And so then they're able to talk themselves out of going there. And so therefore they probably have just a nice little calming, relaxing session, which is perfectly fine because I always say you're only going to release and receive what you're, what you are willing to, your body literally will not let you go beyond a point that you do not feel comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, and and it's true. And so, but that's where it's, it's beautiful because if you can just honor, you know, love yourself enough and honor the place where you are and just be like, okay, well, that is what I needed today. And then maybe next time, you feel a little more comfortable in the experience and you can go a little bit deep, allow yourself to go a little bit deeper. Yeah. You know? I love that. Our modalities are different, but what I say is that your soul knows. Mm-hmm. And so it will bring forward when it knows you are ready to deal, heal and feel that's when it'll come, but it will not come until you are ready to, to heal, feel and deal. I love so, that. You just kind of meet people where they are and let them exactly. have their experience. So it's funny because, you know, people that experience a class with me, you know, they'll say, oh my gosh, that was, you know, if they had a really profound experience, they're like, oh, I want to bring my mom. I want to bring my sister. I want to bring my friends and my husband and my kids. You know, they want everyone to experience that. So they'll drag along their whoever. And then if that person is not ready, they're not going to have an experience. So just like what you said, like they have, they have, it kind of has to be their idea, you know, but of course, share, share your passion, share the wisdom, and then introduce them to this work and what is possible. And then when they are ready, they're, they're ready and they know what to do, what healing modality may work for them and, and that I may work for them or, you know, whatever. So at least it is like an awakening 
you know, a trigger of some sort to be like, oh, okay. You know, and it's just all, you know, they'll just put that in their back pocket and when they're ready, they're ready. Yeah. It's just like you said, that's why I love that you said it all started with a question for you. What's my dream? I mean, how simple yet deep and soul wrenching <laughs> in every oh way is that question? I mean, pretty simple question, like, oh, what's my dream? And yet not. And everything shifted from that, that question. And so whatever it is for some of you listening, you know, whatever your soul hands you, then you just allow yourself and give yourself permission to go on this gorgeous journey. And whatever modalities come into your awareness, they come into your awareness. You know, if it's not somebody like me or you, Vaughn, it's maybe EFT or yeah. therapy, or there's so many beautiful modalities out there. A 100%. And on that note, I would like to say, like, we are so guided. We are so led. We, I, I truly believe that we have spirit guides that are with us that are helping us. You know, it's that intuition. It's that, you know, it's that knowing of like, I should do this or I should not do this. And so really when we can connect with that, that space, you know, and really learn how to surrender and trust, which is so hard. Um, but when we can learn to do that and be open to the guidance that is placed in front of us, because honestly, I mean, looking back over my past few years, it all, oh my goodness, it was such beautiful little breadcrumbs that were placed in front of me. And I chose to pick up that breadcrumb and go in that direction. But it, I'm sure I spent the entire 40 years before that, you know, those breadcrumbs were there. I just chose not to pick them up and follow. But now I am. And so now I am led to a life of magic and beauty and purpose. And and that is what is possible when you can surrender to that divine guidance, because we are so being led to what our soul needs, because we came here with a purpose. We came here to evolve and grow, learn lessons, have fun. And so when we can tap into what those lessons are and how to learn and grow, you know, evolve from those lessons, that's the whole point of our life. Yeah. So all these experiences are placed in front of us and we just have to take advantage of them. hundred percent, hundred percent. So a couple questions as we kind of start to wind this down, Vaughn, I'm curious, of course, to know what does your daily practice look like with breath work or is it not something that you have to do every day now? Well, um, you know, I am human. So <laughs> I, I would like to think that I have a healthy daily practice, but I don't. Um, I've got kids, I've got, a, you know, like, so I try to create a morning routine, but especially when the kids are in school and I'm busy with them and then the day gets away from me, it doesn't always happen. So sometimes it'll be a week before I'm really able to go deep within so because I don't have those particular, um, that schedule set aside on a routine for me right now at this phase of my life, because everybody's home with me right now, um, I am really finding those moments throughout the day. So like when I take the dog out for a walk, I really just, I turn off my phone I clear my head. I take deep breaths. I understand now how to breathe into my belly to really activate my nervous system and, and will calm my nervous system. And so I now understand the tools of what it takes on a day-to-day -day basis. So really the main thing is to understand how to use your breath. So the breath pattern that I work with, it's a simple, you breathe in through your nose, you're bringing it straight to your belly first. Your belly expands so much that it moves to your chest and then you exhale out of your mouth. So that, that pattern, that one breath right there is one deep breath. So you, even though I'm working with breath work, that one breath can bring you back to your center, back to your heart space. You can do it for 30 seconds. You can do it for a couple of minutes, five minutes. And then when you have the time, 
you can do it for 30 or 45 or an hour. Like, you know, if you want to do a class or something, but even just a few minutes of being conscious of your breath and bringing yourself back to your heart space, being very mindful that, that, that breath automatically create, you are being mindful in that moment because you're focusing on your breath. So you don't necessarily have to have, I mean, I'm just trying to be realistic because I, I don't know if, if most of your listeners are, are adult women that have busy lives, you know, like I know how hard it is to create that daily practice and to stick with it. Yeah. So if you can't create that, if you cannot commit to that, instead of feeling like a failure or a loser, or, you know, I'm not, I can't do it. I don't have time for that. Just incorporate just a few minutes a day throughout your day or even a few seconds just to connect to your breath and become mindful of what you're feeling in that moment. Mm, and it just gets all of that calmed down the sympathetic nervous system. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, so tell us again in through the nose In through the nose, you bring it straight to your belly first. Usually when we take a deep breath, it's all straight to our chest like that, but no, we're bypassing the chest and we're bringing it to our belly. And I really enjoy placing a hand on your belly and then one on your chest so that you can really feel the expansion of those, of, of those spaces filling up with air. So it's like a wave moving through your body, starting at your belly and then moving up through your diaphragm, your chest, and then crashes out of your mouth. But it really needs to be like a exhale. Like I'll watch some people breathe and they're, you know, they're just like so barely releasing. And the deeper the exhale, the deeper the inhale, mm. the deeper the pattern, you know, like so being really conscious of that, of that release will make your your inhale so much more conscious as well. Okay, so there's no time frame. This is different than, you know, box yeah. breathing or some of those, the four, seven, eight. You don't have to yep. worry about any of that. I don't. I can't. I can't. That's one more thing I have to worry about <laughs> personally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, so this is a breath that I can do that, that really automatically. I mean, I'll actually use that breath. I remember um, a couple months ago, I was having a dental procedure and my mouth was open wide open, you know, getting worked on, but I was doing that pattern and I just was very conscious to bring it to my belly and just like that. And it was the most calm, cool, collective procedure I've ever had. And I, and it worked. And I was like, Oh my God, that just worked. It was so fun. Well, thanks for the tip because I'm having a dental procedure in a few weeks. So, okay, good. <laughs> I yeah. Don't so giving just, that a try. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. All right, Vaughn. I always love to close with the same question, which is tell me what success looks like or means to you. Because I think in today's world, we as women really as a culture in general it's not just women but that's you know who i serve and who leans into this podcast we are so caught up in what we think success is supposed to look like you know yeah. all of the accolades all of the right cars sitting in our yeah. garage all of the titles and while some of that can be true and we can be proud of those things of course it's hard work it's persistence it's determination it's grit resilience there's so much more like success to me is just a, it's a rich, beautiful word. Yeah. And there's so many different definitions and layers to what success can look like for each and every one of us. So what does it look like for you? Yeah, that's such a great question. It definitely has changed and shifted over the, over my lifetime. Um, but right now success to me really means being present in what I'm doing right now. Every day can be different. You know, we put so much pressure on ourselves, you know, now that I have um, this mission within me to share, I, 
you know, before I really understood this, I, I was just like, I've got to share it. Like there was like almost like this anxious energy about it. But I was like, I got to, I got to tell so many people about this. I've got to heal the world. I've got to do all the things. And, and I thought that that's what would make me successful is when I finally like was reaching the masses and sharing my voice and my mission. And now I understand that if I can reach one person in my day, even if let's just say it's my daughter, you know, like if she, if I am able to hold her and give her what she needs in that particular day, then that's enough. Yeah. You know, like for me personally, that is where my successes are. And if every day I take every opportunity that is placed in front of me, those little breadcrumbs, if I pick up that little breadcrumb, then that was a success for me that day. Mm. Showing up with you here today, that was me picking up a breadcrumb. So right now my day is successful, you know, like I'm, I'm good. So who knows what, I mean, I may have 10 more successes in today, mm. but for right now, that's a success. Mm. That just not only was beautiful, but honestly brings me to such a place of calm. Just pick up that breadcrumb right in front of you. That's it. That's success. Notice. And you can't notice if you're not really being present. Right. Oh, you're spectacular. <laughs> so everybody, <laughs> everybody listening, schedule a breathwork session with Vaughn now. <laughs> Big it's, vote now. <laughs> it, it is. It is. So when is this going to be launched? Because I have something coming up soon that is super fun. Um, I don't is know. It, is it? I okay. never know. I, I well, have a backlog that I, well, I have it on my website. So I've just recently launched, um, a brand called the spirit mama. And this is not about me being the spirit mama. This is about activating the spirit mama within you, like learning how to love and nurture and care for yourself unconditionally is the key word there because usually we love ourselves with conditions. <laughs> and so this is about loving yourself unconditionally. So I have several opportunities um, to, um, because it's a healing platform. So I, my, I, my goal is to create opportunities for you to heal with whatever phase you're in and whatever resonates with you the most at that time. So yeah, so it might not just be a straight up breathwork class, like there's breathe into your chakras. There's my current thing that I'm launching soon, which is um, Miso Yoni, where we will be working with a Yoni egg. Um, so, so it's tons of fun things, you know, so it's not just a breathwork class. Um, there's just so many different healing modalities that we can breathe, bring into our healing journey. Yeah. So lots to offer. It sounds like if people just really go to your website, which we'll have mm -hmm. in the show notes. And then of course, you know, they can find you probably on social media as well. Follow you along. I know you're um, on Instagram often. So we'll have all of that in the show notes. Anything else yeah. you want to share before we sign off? No, I just thank you so much for having me and for showing up for yourself, you know, like for doing the work. It sounds like you were able to, you know, release a lot. And, and I know that there's a point in a class with me where you're like, I'm not going to do this anymore, or I'm going all in. And so I just honor you for going all in and letting the experience work through you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the first 10 to 15 minutes were a challenge and I thought I was yeah, they are. to make it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. Myself, I committed, show up for yourself, give yourself this gift. Cause I knew something powerful was going to come. I just trusted. Yeah. Um, and you know, then it just, uh, it just was um, incredible from there. Incredible. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know. And then you're just like, Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. Gotta then, tell everybody. Then you want more and you want to tell everybody. Exactly. Mm -hmm. well, yep. God, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Krista. Thank you so much for having me. I really, truly appreciate you. Well, my friends, I hope you enjoyed another amazing episode. Please don't forget 
to subscribe, rate, share, and review wherever you listen to your podcast because when you do those things, you're really helping the pod get seen. And when the pod gets seen, you are helping other female leaders step into their leadership, own who they are, be an expression of their purpose so that they can make their impact in this world. I want you to remember this week that I believe in you and you matter. See you next time.